Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Shelters by Jesus Radio. I am Seth. I'm here with my co-host, uh, the great Pastor Richard Berry. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. We're excited today. We are excited today. We have some very special guests. We have yes. a man named David. How are you, David? I'm very well. Thank you. And David, you're here with your wife. Yes. And how many children? I have five children. Five. Yes, ranging wow. from seven months old to 11 years old no kidding and you brought your son isaac yes and he's yes. 10. Yeah, yes. 10. how are you isaac good good well we're going to talk to you guys today and if you could share with our listeners what it is to be here at the shelter and what it's done for you if it's helping you out but first uh pastor barry has something to share yeah okay. uh what we want to do i want to quickly share some scriptures and uh this isn't going to be a big sermon thing where we want it to be entertaining exciting we want people to get to know you uh, this is out of Matthew chapter 19. Uh, Jesus is having children come to him. And before I read this, I just want to preface this with, at that time, children were seen as totally unimportant. They were like the animals. They had no use at all. And uh, so uh, they were seen as totally unimportant, kind of like the homeless are seen today, like they're unimportant. And uh, we're going to change that view. That's what this is all about. But here's what he it says, it says, the people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them because they, they said, look, they have no value. I want only the adults. The kids have zero value. Oh. And Jesus said, let the little children come to me and don't hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Well, why I want to read that is so many people view the homeless as having zero value. And one of the problems we have is the face of homeless. And that's why uh, we're gonna start bringing guests in like yourself. We'll be uh, having folks here that are living with us, our staff here. We wanna show people now, not just tell them because for the first time, and this is the first time we've gone to video, so you can actually see who's with us. You can see David and Isaac, and uh, we're excited about that. And now when you look at, uh, Isaac, I hear about these people make me uncomfortable. Some of the pastors, a mm. pastor said, you turned uncomfortable. And I just want, while you're listening, I want you to take a look at this young man and, and see what the face of homelessness is. He's not a druggie. He's not an alcoholic. He's not wetting all over himself. He's not bothering people. He's not robbing banks. He's not mean. He's not going to your neighbors. He's just a kid. All right. Yeah. So here we go, guys. Um, Dave, I'd like to start with you because you've been you you've been here before you were married, yes. but now you come here. Uh, could you just share what it's like to be in a position? What brought you know, what kind of moved your family here, and how you feel about having your family at this shelters by Jesus? Could you just share how your feelings on that? Sure. Um, so, I mean, we had a family home. We had a four bedroom house. Um, we were all happy there. We all had our own space and uh, we ended up getting some new landlords in <clears throat> the previous one sold and uh, um, the rent ended up getting raised from 1500 a month to 1800 and then again to 2000 wow. and we just couldn't afford mm -hmm. to pay it. Um, and so gradually we ran out of resources that were willing to help and try to help keep us in the home and um Maria, my wife, who works at T-Mobile, um, you know, happened to meet someone who was friends with um, 
shelters by Jesus, and we were lucky enough to get in here. Um, and it was a it was a game changer for us because we went from um, from that home into one night sleeping in a car and then sleeping in the tent for yeah. several nights um, before mm-hmm. we came in here. And then coming here, um, obviously, you know, it's a little nerve wracking when you have five kids and, you know, you're <clears throat> you're coming from a home and you're coming into a, a shelter. You don't want to disturb nobody, but it's not like that here. It's it's very family oriented here. And um, people. Yeah, I remember telling you, let your kids be kids. Yeah, let let, let, let them play. Kids. Let, let I them was kids. very nervous in the beginning, and um, and uh, you guys have just made me really comfortable, and I haven't I haven't really felt like that for a while, um, and so I'm just I'm really blessed to be here and, and yeah. happy to be here. Now, Isaac, can I ask you a question, bud? Yeah. You were out living in a car for a little bit in a tent, right? Mm-hmm. What was that like, bud? Uh. It was very, uh, it was kind of hard for me because, um, there was only like a lot, enough space where everybody can sit in the car. Mm. Uh, just, we had, a, we had a too much people in the car, so we were all squished, so it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, um, and it got very cold in the car. Mm. And, um. Yeah, that's probably it. Wow. Okay, well, what's it like being, now you're 10 years old. Hmm? Would you mind telling people what, it, what it's like being a 10-year-old here uh, with the other kids and stuff? How, how do you find the shelter? How, how do you? Um, uh, I find it good. Um, it, uh, when, it's very uh, fun when most when mostly all the kids comes out up here and they bring like toys out and yeah it's very fun that's cool and you guys still go to school yeah good and you're you're eating here and mm-hmm. and you're able to be with your your sisters and your brother and uh, your mom and dad right yeah yeah so that works out and you have your your dog which um brings yeah. you comfort a good yeah. friend of yours like sort of like your best friend yeah yeah, he's a service dog, right? Yeah. He's your service yeah. buddy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that I, I wanted people to get a picture of what some of the folks coming in look like. I don't think they picture ten-year-olds. No. And no. Uh, let, the other thing is, going to a shelter. Did, did you find it when you got here? Did you find it scary at first, just coming in, or did you was you comfortable from day one, or how do you see it now? Yeah. Um, the first time. Uh, I was here. I was a little nervous. Okay. But now, uh, um, it's like I like you here. Good. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you like you here. Good. Right. All well, right. yeah, because I've seen you outside playing, and yeah. I've seen you walking your dog, and I've seen you in the halls playing with the other kids. And um, so, Dave, let me ask you a question as a dad, um, just so people can understand that this homelessness thing that's affecting your entire family yes as a dad must have been the hardest situation a dad would ever have to face is looking at his family with no place to go absolutely sitting in a car cold crunched not knowing if you're going to eat tomorrow uh can you share with us a little bit about that yeah i i um 
I actually, uh, I, I was, I didn't, uh, want to show too much emotion in front of them, but there was one moment when I had to, <clears throat> I had to leave and go into the restroom and I just broke down and I, it was the first night we had went to Portland. We were called, we were told that we were going to be able to be put up out there and, uh, I remember just all day moving by myself, pretty much. I had the kids with me. Maria was working. And um, I got managed to get everything put into storage. And um, we ended up finally about 11 o'clock getting out of um, our house because that's what we had until. And then <clears throat> I remember driving all the way to Portland and getting there and being told that we didn't, they didn't have anywhere to put oh, us. Oh, my goodness. So, um that's the night that we stayed in the car. And um, so it was really hard for me. It was really hard to know that, you know, there was, there's just, there was no help anywhere. There was no, you know, prayer just didn't feel like it was enough at the time. Um, but God really showed us that, that that's not so. So um, he brought me to you guys once again, and I remember the first time that I met you, Pastor Barry, was a pleasure to meet you then. I wasn't in a very good place then either, but I've come a long way since then. Um, yeah, you, you were by yourself at that time. Though, yeah, when you came. yeah, I was yeah. by myself then. Yeah. yeah. So, Isaac, um, was it scary for you to um, just not knowing where you were going to live or what you were going to eat? What was it like for you? Um, uh I was a little, a little nervous mm -hmm. about, um, like where we're going to stay. Cause I don't want to keep on be, I don't want to live in a car. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was a little nervous and uh, a little scared. Sure. How do you like the, how do you like what you eat now? How, how's the food here? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We got some pretty good cooks here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're not worried about if you're going to go hungry tomorrow, right? No. And you're not worried about you got a place to sleep. Yeah. Had a boy. And showers and clean clothes and all yeah. that stuff, right? Well, you know, that's that's all provided first and foremost from God. Amen. Yes. Amen. God is providing that. He's an amazing dad. Um, but you know, our listeners, those who are watching us and, and people who can't quite watch us because they're busy, but they donate anyway. Um, those are the people who are putting forth money and food and clothes so that we can provide this for people. Um, but God is doing the moving of the hearts and God is providing all that stuff. What is your favorite thing here, Isaac? What's your favorite thing here? Uh, probably. Uh, does it have to be inside or the out? Or it could be anything. Anything you want. You anything want, you want. Uh, what do you like? Outside in the back. You like out yeah. out back? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where all the kids hang, right? Yeah. Yep. You like going out and playing? Yeah. Yeah. But most of the time we can't most of the time um we can't because we have a lot of stuff to do. Or is it because mm -hmm. I have to do homework? Yeah. Yeah, because you're still in school, right? Yeah. Yeah, that school a bugger, but you know, I we, we help with everything we can, but we can't keep you from that, bud. No. <laughs> we, that, we can keep you from sleeping school. in a car, but going to school. <laughs> Yeah, you're on your own, buddy. You know. So, uh, what are you looking for now, Isaac? Are you hoping to to get your own home and, and things like that? Yep. Yeah. You want your own room? And... Yeah. 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 Well, God will get that to you. 
that's for sure. I, I have a question for you, Dave. Uh, I, I, I try to put myself in your place. I'm not even going to tell you I have because I can't. I cannot. I can't imagine. I keep try, mm -hmm. tried and tried. I, I, but I've watched you carry around that little, is it six months or seven, seven months? Seven, just old, seven months Just old. turned seven months old, baby. I see you cradling that baby in your arms. I can't imagine it would be like to be in a car with that little baby and it's cold out and I don't know how I can even keep him warm because you mm. guys come in, it was getting cold when you came yeah. in. It was, yeah. uh, a tent would not keep you warm. Right. Uh, how, how'd you feel about having a baby out there in a homeless situation? Um, I remember, um, the first night we were out there, you know, we ended up taking the last bit of money that we had to go and buy camping, to buy a tent and stuff. And, um, I remember we didn't we didn't realize we weren't prepared it was going to get that cold that night. So I remember taking a roll of trash bags and going around the outside of the tent and trying to duct tape closed the the um, screen part that was at the top of the tent to try to keep, you know, some of our own heat in there. And it didn't really work that well. And then so the next day I had to get a tarp and put a tarp over it and um put a little electric heater in there but either way you know just I just never imagined having my my seven month old or any of my other kids out there in a in a, a campground where there was rules and there was you know these rules that they couldn't make any noise after eight o'clock or you know anything like that and just trying to keep everybody sane in one tent with seven people is just you know almost impossible and so i remember getting here and my favorite thing of when i first got here i just remember you telling me seth because you could probably have seen that i was wound as tight mm -hmm. as anybody you've ever seen um i just remember you telling me to you know do what i had to do to take care of my family yeah and um and that's one thing that's just really helped me out since i've been here is just you guys reassuring me that I'm allowed to take care of my family. Absolutely. And, um, what, what would you like to say to people that support this ministry for, that gives you a place would, for your family? I would, I would like to say to whoever supports this ministry, um, keep doing what you guys are doing because if we didn't have this, there was absolutely no other place for us to go from one side of the state to the other. Mm. There was nowhere to go. And Shelters by Jesus was there for us. And without your guys' help, we wouldn't have been able, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. I don't know where we would be right now. And I want to make it clear as so our audience knows this. You weren't druggies, alcoholics. You weren't, you were hardworking folks yes. with a home. And we all know about the rent crisis that went crazy in this country. Right. And yes. because of that, you could no longer afford a home yes and that's what puts you out on the street you're not you weren't a problem to no. society you weren't a burden on tax pay you were paying taxes yes and caring for your family and the carpet was ripped out from underneath your feet yes sir right and yes, so sir. uh you guys have been a joy having here i'll tell you that thank you um, and isaac's been great and uh, the girls have been great um you. your wife's been fantastic um you know you've had your your days but like i told yeah. you they're your family right raise them take care of them do what you've got to do um 
keep them safe, follow our rules, which are as, as you know, listeners may not know, but they're small. Yes. It's a small amount of rules, really. Yes. Right? Um, but, and you've been doing a great job with your family. I know Thank your wife you. is working hard where she works. Yeah. Um, and uh, everybody looks great. The kids are still in school. Yep. They're doing good in school. Yep. Um, so I have a question. Uh, well, a, a statement. What would you say if there's somebody listening right now that's homeless and somebody's saying this is shelters by Jesus, but they're going, oh, a religious place where we'd be afraid to go there. Uh, what would you say to somebody that's considering coming here, but maybe is holding back a little bit because they think that we're some kind of cult or something like that? How, what would you say to them? If you could tell them, Dave, if they were sitting here and they looked at you and say, David, why, why would should I come into this place? Isn't it, you know, they, how are they going to treat me? Uh, because I'm maybe I'm not religious. So how are they going to treat right. me? How, how would you respond to that? Cause that's, that's a very important, that right. Seth? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, so, uh, I'd be afraid. Look, if I was in your shoes and but only by the grace of God, I'm not Dave, but when you came in, I saw it in your eyes, my heart broke because I could not imagine being in your shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. so what, what would you tell them? What would you tell them? I would tell anybody, you know, I, I can't, you know, tell them what it's like not to believe in anything other than God, because I've always been God fearing. Um, but I could definitely tell them that you could come and you could let your guard down if you wanted to just come into the service and sit in the back row and put your head down and, you know, recite your own stories in your mind. No one's going to no one's going to tell you that you got to get out of here for that. Um, no one's made me feel uncomfortable or forced anything on me. So I, this place is for anybody. Um, just because right. it's a church, I mean, it, it, that that shouldn't scare anybody away, whether you're a believer or not. So right. if you need a place to be, then this is the place to be. We try to make it a wholesome, um, family oriented, safe place to be. Um, and, you know, by helping people either get to know Christ or get to know him better, we yep. feel that we're actually adding to your life. Isaac, so well, there may, may be a family and maybe somebody, a 10 year old listening to this and they're wondering about where can I go? What could I do? What would you tell them about coming here where, where you are? Should they uh, be afraid or what should they do? Uh, they don't have to be afraid to come here because. Uh, they, um, if you're coming here and you're staying here, you don't have to be afraid to come because here you get any, you have, you get food, um, you have a room to stay in, and you have, you can take, you can, you got, you get your own stuff, and, and you have like, you have your own. Supply so no, you can take a shower here mm. a lot. If you <laughs> right. Much. If you guys need soap, we can give you soap, toothpaste. You can get toothpaste. So yeah. So and also there. basically, I think what he's trying to say is that you know, you you guys allowed him to have some of his own comfort things sure. too. Sure. Uh, and you guys have also supplied us with things, but you know he. He's he's mm. been comfortable because he's been able to keep a couple of his yeah. things. Yeah. I can tell you this: if you're here for Christmas. You ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, oh, talk to me, Seth. I tell you, talk I, to yeah. me, Seth. I've never wanted to be a homeless child at <laughs> Christmas more in my life. Like uh, we have, so Pastor Ron Spalding, a member of our board, he's also a pastor here at the shelter, um, does a Secret Santa every year, 
<coughs> and um, and so what he does is he takes the names of the children here. They got to have their name, their age, their sex, and their sizes, and he gives them out. I'm going to tell you guys something. Every Christmas, these kids get inundated or loaded with toys and other things. And they're not, they're not dollar general things. They're $60 toys and $50 toys. And um, I've seen some toys here that I'm looking at, like, I can't afford that for my kid, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but um, the, the, there's such a heart for the children here at shelters by Jesus that they get smashed with Christmas. And it's such a joy as a parent to sit back and watch your child open these gifts and be blown away by them. And I just, I had a call this morning from a pastor about Christmas. That's before my call I got during prayer meeting Mm -hmm. out of the South Wyndham Church. And they've got the names of all the kids here, sizes, all of that. And they said within three minutes, they had a Bible study, within three minutes, every kid's name was taken. And they had people left over fighting for them. And she says, "We're, we're ready. The stuff's been bought. We're ready to bring it. We're so excited about taking part in Christmas. That's what's out there. We need more. We need more of that attitude out there in America right now. We, yeah, yeah. we need churches. Yeah. You, look, I'm, I just want to say this again. We're not telling any church to start a homeless shelter, but we are telling every church. If you've got people like this family that's around you, that's hungry, that's scared, you can step up and bring them something. You can bring them some food, <laughs> some clothes. You can look Blankets, for a place to stay. Anything. You, you mm. can do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let, let, let's show them the love of Jesus. See, Little guys, this 10-year-old boy, he has find the love of Jesus here and the people here. And you can hear from his voice. He's not scared here. No. He's not afraid. No. Nope. You know, and uh, he's happy. He's a happy little boy. And uh, if you can see all the kids here, they run around playing like they're all siblings. Yeah. Am I lying? No, no. it's true. It's a, it's a little child community. It is. Uh, supervised. The <laughs> supervised. <laughs> well, it's supervised by the by the parents. Yeah. You know, um, but they, it's great. And, and there's no discussion on race gender none of that stuff the kids are kids and they get along and they have a blast and they'll fight over a toy here and there but siblings do yeah um but i just want to praise jesus that you're here and i want to thank our listeners and supporters for making your presence here possible because without their generosity and obedience that's okay and obedience to the lord um we couldn't do this. Amen. Um, so if you're listening, I want you to know that you are impacting people from the age of 100 down to the age of six months. We actually had a baby here that was 10 days old once. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did. Well, we had him born here. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Born here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep, yeah. That's true. We've had him born here. Yep. So I... I guess it's time to do an ad. It is. (laughs) It is. Well, first I want to say, David, thank you for coming with us. Um, I know you were nervous. Hopefully it was a good experience for you. Good. And Isaac, thank you for being so brave. You did a great job, Isaac. It was great to have you on the show. Can we have you again sometime? Yeah. I think, awesome. I think you're going to be a radio personality. I think he's going to have his own YouTube channel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, folks, I just want to say thank you so much. And if you'd like to learn more about Shelters by Jesus, you can go to our website, which is www.sheltersbyjesus.com. There you'll learn more information about Pastor's books, uh, which shares with you the history and the miracles that God has done here. And we have two prices for them. They're, would you like to say the prices? The prices are $10 or free. Or free. We yeah. want them in your hands. And the Amen. fifth one is now being typed up. So, But we have four ready. All you can do is send us your name and address to what Seth's going to tell you to do. Yes, sir. You can write us a letter at 12 McClellan Street, Skowhegan, Maine, 04976, Shelters by Jesus. Or you can give us a phone call at 207 474 
Uh, you can also go to the website and see our list of needs. We have a needs page. If you're curious about what maybe you want to support us some other way other than finances, that's great. Um, we could also use your prayers. You can see our documentary there, too. And we would really appreciate if you went to our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe there. Yes. And um, like, hit the like button. Because, you know, sometimes in these day and age, it's hard, Pastor, to have that extra money to support the Absolutely. shelter. Absolutely. But doesn't cost you a thing to hit like and subscribe and you youtube's just waiting to give us some money oh wait dying for the kids like this man they <laughs> yeah they, they would yeah. love to support them yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> so we want to say god bless you hopefully our first video came out well if not we'll make corrections we'll we'll grow from there absolutely so if you see a video that accompanies this on our youtube channel praise god if you don't that means we're still trying to work out the bugs and we could use your prayers there so god bless you amen amen, amen.